Guys, it's that time of the week. Welcome back to the Mario Matter, your favorite Nintendo podcast, episode 59, one away from the big 6-0. We dive into everything Nintendo-related. We're on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, every podcast platform known to man. Doing a real formal intro here, guys. You know what? We have a lot of juicy things to discuss today, and I say it every episode, but special emphasis on this one today. I'll just go ahead. I'll let you decide. I'll say some buzzwords. You tell me if you're interested, okay? Mario Bros. Wonder, I played it. First impressions. The voice actor for Mario potentially uncovered. Tomonachi Life 2, which is not confirmed, but that you know that that's a buzzword. Animal Crossing Lego updates. Guys, if you're not intrigued by any of those things, can you call yourself a Nintendo fan? Maybe you can. Anyways, we dive into that. We dive into a bunch of other Nintendo news topics, and there's truly something for everyone in this show today. Enjoy the show. And I say enjoy the show because now is the time that we head over to our first segment of the show where we discuss Nintendo news. Let's head over there. really got to put some emphasis on not only a juicy news week, but also that we're on Spotify, Apple, and YouTube. I don't promote the Spotify and Apple audio side enough, but link in the description to listen on your favorite audio platform. Some of you may not have even known that we're on those platforms. I don't even promote it enough, but yes, we are on there. Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, you know, iHeartRadio. Bro, that was like a Disney thing, and now it's like... If you, shout out to our one listener on iHeartRadio, okay? Thank you very much. And if you're watching on your Nintendo Switch, comment down below as well. If you're on your if you're on your Wii U watching this podcast, kudos to you. All right, guys. So this segment is solely focused on Nintendo news. So this is a weekly pod, week, sorry, weekly podcast. We post every single Saturday at 7 a.m. Eastern time. Not that, not that you know you have to watch at that time, but that's when I post. And we go back to the previous Saturday. That would be October 7th. We take news from then all the way up until now, and we discuss all of it. However, I record these podcasts on Friday. Today is Friday, October 13th, as of, as of recording. My calendar's not even updated. Let's do that. So we actually have to go back to last Friday because I missed some news that came out after I finished recording. So with that said, guys, we will begin on October 6th. We have a bit of news that I missed once again after recording. We have, guys, for our first piece of news here on the Mario Matter episode 59, we have Nintendo New York. Okay, if you're in New York City, leave a comment. Or if you're just in New York, I mean, both are pretty cool. They're hosting a midnight launch for the game that releases next Friday, our last episode before next Friday, Super Mario Bros. Wonder. So Nintendo New York is hosting their midnight launch, as they do for most big releases. I believe they, they did one for... Actually, did they do one for Pikmin? I actually don't know. But they certainly did, they certainly, well, certainly did one for... Uh, Tears of the Kingdom, they have done one for Mario Odyssey, they've done one for the Switch itself, they do midnight launches for a lot of different games, and Mario Wonder being one of the biggest games on the Switch, and one of the biggest this year, I'm not sure if it beats Tears of the Kingdom, it, 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 it might, it might, they're doing a midnight launch, no surprise, now when is it, where do you go, what are you doing, well, 
Those details should already be revealed. It is a midnight launch of a game next Friday at the New York store. But anyways, uh, the festivities for this event begin next Thursday. Wait, that can't be right. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. I just, sorry. I was thinking that it's it's on Friday, but it's the night before. Uh, Thursday, October 19th at 5.30 p.m., be at the Nintendo store. You actually have to make a reservation, which might already be sold out. Uh, bro, isn't COVID done? Like, why are we doing reservations for a minute? I don't, I don't even know. But you go there. You don't have to be there at 5.30 p.m. Eastern time. But that's when the events start, and they didn't say this, I don't think, but they might be giving out, you know, little goodies and stuff like a pin set or like some stickers or something like that. And copies will be sold at midnight, so no, even though you show up at 5.30, you will not get a copy before midnight. But if you do not want to go all the way to New York for a midnight launch, somewhere else is doing a midnight launch, and I'll get to that later in the podcast. Uh, feel free to skip to it if you'd like. There are timestamps in the description and also on the scroll bar uh, based on which platform you're on. Spotify has it and YouTube has it. All right, next piece of news on October 6th. <sighs> Guys, Detective Pikachu Returns, a game that also released on October 6th. A lot of you don't like the game or maybe aren't excited for the game. Um, but I will say there is a very cool reward coming soon for the game on my Nintendo, and there are also a few other rewards that are now available. Let's get into it. So, Detective Pikachu Returns, my Nintendo rewards have been revealed. We have one coming soon, and three other things available right now. The one coming soon is a physical item. It is a physical, cozy cup. Now, it's the kind of cup that you can put, like, you know, coffee in, you can put apple cider in, you know, get that fall season started. You can do all of that, and the cup pretty much, I mean, it's like one of those coffee cup kind of things that has, like, the black plastic top, and you pop it open, and you have a little sip. It's just like that. It has little outlines of Pikachu all over it, and some cool designs. I'll, I'll have a picture on screen for our video listeners, audio listeners. I hope that I, I described it pretty well, but also the link is in the description to see it for yourself. And that is coming soon. We don't know, you know, there's no month, there's no date. We just have, all they said was stay tuned. So, nothing date-wise. However, I would assume it's this year just because, not that that's like a fall kind of cup. It can be used whenever. But, like, for me personally, when I use those kinds of cozy cups, uh, I put, like, apple cider in it, and that's a very fall thing. So, I, I would assume this year. And also, you have the whole, you know, design made. How long can it take to produce some and begin selling them? Not too long, really. Now, the other three items that are available um, for my Nintendo, for the whole Pikachu thing, are three different wallpapers. Now... They're all similar. Now, one of them is like a stationary wallpaper. It's like as if you turned a page in a notebook. It's like a notebook wallpaper, and it has Pikachu on it. And then there's two other ones with the exact same background, the background just being a blue background with some Pikachu outlines in it. And one of them has Pikachu on it, and one of them has Pikachu on top of Growlithe on it. So... Buy, buy what you want. I mean, I haven't gotten any of those because 
I believe as of right now in October, there are much better wallpapers to have. Uh, they recently put out a Super Mario Bros. Wonder October calendar wallpaper that I've downloaded. I will not put it on screen because you can easily rob that, like, without paying platinum points. Uh, and, you know, it's essentially free because it costs platinum points, but like, I'm not going to do that because I don't want to get somehow, some way, this video could, like, could get, t- you know, taken down out of that. So I don't want to do that. However, I find it funny. So I'm on the Nintendo website, guys, and I'm reading you all this info from it. And they spelled Pikachu wrong. Guys, you can't... How do you spell Pikachu wrong? They spelled it Pikachu. So it says, You can redeem your My Nintendo Platinum points for the colorful and cute Detective Pikachu Stationery. And I actually just realized I got that fact wrong. It's actually Pikachu Stationery paper, not a stationery wallpaper. My bad, but you can print out paper and write on it. That's what it is. Sorry, they've corrected me. But dude, they 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 make it look like a theme. Okay, don't you can't you can't blame me there. But yeah, I guess it would make more sense as like a printout kind of thing. Yeah, 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 makes sense, guys. All right. Anyways, not cool, not cool. But that is all available. Not that you even cared for freaking Detective Pikachu anyway. No one cares for that game. I I think that the game's fun so far. I've been playing me some you know Detective Pikachu. Haven't beat it yet. But it's fun, and I want other people to see that. Anyways, guys, we move to October 8th. Yes, not October 7th, because there wasn't much that happened that day. October 8th, we got a sad piece of news, and no one likes sad news, right? Like, who who looks forward to that? Like, yeah, let's, let's, let's watch this podcast and see what kind of sad news there is. No, one, no one's asking for this kind of stuff. But unfortunately, on, 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 October, on October 8th, we saw this coming, but we just weren't ready for it. Or maybe you were ready for it, but I wasn't. Pac-Man 99 online servers shut down. Sad. Sad. That sucks. So if you don't know Pac-Man 99, essentially, I mean, you, you must know what F-099 is. It's like a battle royale where 99 people are playing together. And Pac-Man 99, which was the Pac-Man version... Shut down October 8th, 2023. Sad day, sad day, sad day. Bro, I have not played Pac-Man 99 in maybe like a year. And I saw that morning, that was a Sunday morning, right? That the servers were still up when they should have been shut down. So I raced to my Switch uh, to try and play like one last game. Because, you know, remember, I haven't played in like a year. And right when I got there, I got some stupid notification from some Twitter account that the servers are now down. Like, when they should have been down hours ago. So I was like, bro, I just missed it. And that super sucked. I just missed it. Like, like notification, like trying to like join game kind of thing. But joining game gets the alert. Dang it. That sucks. But... Yeah, they're gone, but hey, we can't even be sad, because, like, F-099 exists, which is, uh, I would probably say better. I'd say, eh, I don't know, Pac-Man's classic. I'd say it's better, I'd say it's better, but that's just my opinion, I, I, I don't know. If if Pac-Man 99 was so good, they, they, they would have kept it up, okay? F-Zero's on top. <laughs> okay, now, there's a fly. Uh, October 9th, we have news here. We have more news than the previous two days. Actually, no, we don't. No, October 10th is juicy, and then October 12th is long, but yeah, we'll get there later on. October 9th, guys, this piece of news is going to confuse you, I think. 
it, it confused me. Unless you're, like, very experienced in this kind of video game news and stuff, this might confuse you. So let's read what the headline says. Nintendo renews trademark for Kirby Triple Deluxe. So they've renewed the trademark. If you, if you don't know what a trademark is, it's basically, hey, you can't steal this. And so they have the name Kirby Triple Deluxe. They've renewed the trademark. Now, normally, when a company does that, I mean, this can either be a big thing or a small thing. This could simply mean they're just renewing the trademark to keep the name of this game alive and keep the Kirby name alive. Or... This means that, oh my gosh, guys, Kirby Triple Deluxe for the 3DS is getting a remake on Nintendo Switch. It can just be somewhere in the middle as well. This could mean that, like, you know, it's getting a remake, or it could mean, hey, you know, nothing burger. This came out through some tweet over the weekend. Actually, that was a Monday. This came out through a tweet, <laughs> and I didn't know what I was looking at. But yeah, they've renewed a trademark. I just want to say, don't get your hopes up for any kind of Kirby, Triple Deluxe, anything. Because there's a lot of cases where some things get revealed and they didn't have to renew a trademark. Like, when Kirby's Return to Dreamland uh, remaster released, or the Deluxe version, uh, they didn't, like, have to renew that trademark and, like, everyone knew about it. And then, you know, it was like this this big thing, oh my gosh, guys, it's, 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 getting, it's getting a remaster. And then it actually happened. That doesn't always happen. This could be a simple nothing burger. Nothing. Trademark renewals are standard. But to play the fun side, we could get a remake. I'm kidding. I, I, I don't know. But that's happening. And there's actually one more game later on that actually also got a trademark renewal. Uh, that's a little more spicy. I'll get to that soon. Uh, I would get to it now, but, like, it's it's it happened on a different day, so it's, like, I can't just skip October 9th, you know? So, that's actually very soon, though. That's, like, a few pieces of news away. Uh, yeah. Cool beans, cool beans, cool beans, cool beans, cool beans. Wait, why is it not? Okay. Um, there it is. There. Okay, cool. All right. Next, guys, we move to my Nintendo stuff. More my Nintendo. More free stuff here. More free stuff for you. However, this is a bit of a a bit of a gamble, okay? It, it's a it's a free innocent gamble, okay? So my Nintendo is actually hosting a fall themed giveaway for Animal Crossing New Horizons kinds of things. Now, let me run through what they are giving away. It's actually like a pretty good haul. I would say that's like all of this equals about a hundred bucks or so. Let's run through. So first you're getting a gelato PK. Animal Crossing Timmy and Tommy throw blanket. Now that sounds comfy, seriously, bro. Gelato PK, don't even mess around. Animal Crossing New Horizons official complete guide, so like the guidebook to the game. Afterglow Wave wireless controller, a bit random. And the Club Mochi Mochi. Is it Mochi Mochi? Mochi Mochi? I don't even know. Animal Crossing Leaf Mega 15-inch Plus. You know what? I actually have that one. Hold on. Can I show you what that looks like? I have it. Whoa. Not to, like, show off, but one second. Hold on. It didn't, like, click with me that I even had it until I just read that. Dude, I actually have that one. Uh, so you can see what it looks like here. They sell this at Target, and so I actually bought this one. Oh, but, yeah, that's what this is. If, you, if you're watching the video, uh, video version... Audio listeners, I'm so sorry. I'm holding the leaf plush and you just cannot see it. But I guess that's what you get from watching the video version. 
You, you, you get to see cool little leaf pillows. Audio listeners, I would show you if I could. It's a big green leaf pillow, nothing special. You've probably seen it before. But yeah, sorry, not to like flex, guys. I have the Animal Crossing leaf, but I want to show you a real-life comparison, what that looks like. So how to enter the giveaway? Well, there's a link in the description. It'll say sources and links. Click that. There's a big page bin of all the links from this podcast. Find the one that says My Nintendo. Click that, or just go to the My Nintendo dashboard if you know how to do that. And scroll a little bit, go to the rewards section, and you'll see the giveaway link. But if that's too hard, once again, link in description to go right to the giveaway. Catch my breath. Okay. And it's 10 platinum points for one entry. There's up to three entries for every account. So like my account can enter three times. Yours can enter up to three times. But yes, once again, 10 platinum points for one entry. The deadline to enter is December 5th, which is odd to me because you're hosting a fall giveaway. Uh, So you're going to end it in the winter and it or or almost winter and it ships out like right when winter starts so uh yeah gotta wait until next fall <laughs> bro why did they do this like the six months earlier dude come on what are you doing you should you you should have shipped it out so that someone can get their fall items like right before fall starts this would work better if it was a winter giveaway however it's it it, it would be kind of weird to like, give out winter items in october but you know you would have it in time i don't know it's it's a, it's a, it's, it's a cluster squabble. I don't even, bro. Terrible, terrible. But yeah, enter the giveaway. I actually entered it because I was like, you know what? Why not? Like, what if I win? Imagine getting an an uh, uh, email from Nintendo saying, "Hey, you won!" Like, bro, that's the coolest thing in the world. Uh, however, I've still, I still have yet to find somebody who who has actually won a Nintendo sweepstakes. I'm sure that you know they actually do give the prizes, but it's like. I can't find somebody who's won. Normally I can, but I can't for, for these kinds of things. So comment down below if you've ever won one. But yeah, there are also like massive giveaways too. Like I'm sure thousands have, have already entered. So it's going to be hard to find somebody who won. All right, now October 10th news. We got another cluster squabble right here, guys. Okay, so, you know, I'm I'm getting home one day, that day being October 10th. And, you know, I'm just scrolling through Nintendo news like I do, like a like a good boy. And I see that the Nintendo Switch has been updated, the, the system itself, to version 17.0.0. Now, you might think, whoa, my gosh, that's a big thing. Do you know when, like, your iPhone updates to, like, iOS, you know, whatever, I, iOS 12, 13, 14, whenever it goes to, like, a brand new number... It's a pretty monumental change. They add some cool features. Not Nintendo. No, no, no. Numbers. Size doesn't matter with, with Nintendo. Um, numbers don't, don't matter at all. Uh, guys, for the past like five, six, maybe even more Switch updates, the only thing that has ever changed in these updates that you download is general system stability improvements to enhance the user's experience. Which basically means they changed like like the smallest thing. And guys, it's no different here. That is the only change that has occurred within the Nintendo Switch update 17.0.0. Which kind of sucks because I really, as weird as it sounds, look forward to these updates. And it's nothing really. However... However, there are people who dive into what they actually changed. You know, they can say, 
things, you know, system stability updates, but there's actually like, you know, things that are deeper into it. Things that actually happen, not random stability updates. So our friend Oatmeal Dome on Twitter or X has dove into the update and uh, they have found out what exactly was changed. So they say pretty much every system component was updated. This is normal for major updates as the entire OS is rebuilt with a newer SDK version. Can we actually Google what SDK version means? What is what does SDK version mean? Because you don't know and I don't know. The version of an Android platform that an app is built against. Okay, so I, I guess like the, just the, the entire system. Like it really was a whole system update. It's rebuilt with a new system version. Okay, so it's just like maybe it's like a millisecond faster. Who knows? It's just updated overall. And then he also says, or he or she, I'm not even sure. They also say, other than that, here's what I can obviously see. New error code messages were added. I want to know what those are. <laughs> Various home menu messages were changed. A bunch of its GUI files were also changed for whatever reason. And time zone data was updated. And also, uh, there are changes to the bad words list. However, they are on the bad, word, bad words list. So I will not repeat them here, but I will leave the links down below to his, uh, his or hers tweets. Bam, we did it. Switch update. They can't hide from us. We know what they changed, guys. We know. Leave a like. I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Now we move to more news happening on, or that happened on October 10th. We have, guys, Animal Crossing sets, Lego sets. We saw this revealed last episode, and we talked about it last episode. We talked my initial reaction, my thoughts on it, uh, leaked details that are now confirmed to be true. Uh, we talked, what else was there? We talked, like, trailer analysis, all that kind of stuff. Now, on October 10th, we had the full sets revealed. We know what they're called, the prices, the pieces, and just kind of what is in what set. So, let's give you the full rundown. I'm going to open, like, five links right now, because there are five sets to be had. Let's begin with the first one. The first one being, well, going from cheapest to, cheapest to highest, we go... Julian's birthday party. This set is $14.99. It is 170 pieces. And it's what it sounds like. It's the villager Julian with a small little birthday set. There's a skateboard. There's a gift box. There's a pink spring tree. There's a radio. There's balloons. It's kind of cool. For, for, for $15, it's hard to lose with that kind of cool set. So yeah, if you're... If you just want to spend like a little bit of money on these Legos, that's definitely your way. I would say that's like the best value one. However, a close contender for the best value one is Bunny's Outdoor Activities. For just $5 more, $19.99, you get 164 pieces, which is admittedly six pieces less than the cheaper one. But I think it's a little bit cooler. Not only do you have, I would say, the better villager in Bunny over Julian, you have more trees, you have a tent, you have a toolbox. Bunny has a vaulting pole and is using it on a river. How sick is that? Tell me that's not sick. Tell me. Say it to my face. Say it right now. Oh, dang, you were serious. Okay. Anyways, we have flowers. We have a butterfly. We have everything in this set for 
99 cents. That is once again 164 pieces. And uh, just to mention, the release date for all of these is March 1st as of right now. However, that could be a placeholder. Uh, that is March 1st, 2024 of next year. Um, yeah, once again, that could be a placeholder. However, March 1st does sound like a solid solid release date and a easy-to-remember one. All right, we have three more sets to run through. Three more. We got Cap'n's Island Boat Tour. Not going to lie, this is not best value, but this is like the one that I might buy and not spend too much on. Cap'n's Island Boat Tour. $29.99, 233 pieces, and you have Cap'n, who conducts the Mystery Island Tours and the Tortimer Island in Animal Crossing New Leaf. He, he used to be a bus driver in the previous games. He has a boat of his own in this set, and you also have Marshall, the squirrel villager, who is on this island set that comes with the Lego set. You have two palm trees, you have... Uh, a bit of cliff action going on. We, we have two beach chairs, an umbrella, some fishies. Very cool tropical tropical set. So if you're ever, you know, on a uh, beach vacation, you know, maybe you'll do this set beforehand or bring this set with you. Get in the spirit before you go. There's like little wave, uh, wave Legos where like you build up these blue pieces and it looks like an ocean wave. Cool things like this coconuts hanging that is that that is not animal crossing there are no wait hold on oh i'm so stupid sorry 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 i i was saying how there's coconuts hanging and that new horizons doesn't have coconuts however i just realized they do have coconuts i was getting it i, I, I was getting it confused because like animal crossing new leaf has like other fruits that new horizons doesn't have and i thought that, i thought that coconuts was was one of them for a second sorry all right so cabin's boat tour 30 bucks. Now we get a little bit pricier. Not too much, but you know, a little bit. $40 is Isabel's house visit. March 1st, as always, and 289 pieces, okay? Oh, sorry, 389. Sorry, sorry. 389. And this includes the Isabel figure, the Fauna figure, uh, a house. I assume it's Fauna's house. Uh, a little gift with a balloon on it. You have. Is that a I see a carrot. I see a cherry tree. I see some water. I see some tools on a shed or a crafting table that might be. I see a mailbox. I see a lot of cool things in this set. 389 pieces. Very, very simple set. Um, actually, is that an apple tree? No, no, no. It's definitely a cherry. Oh, it's apple. Yeah, it's apple. That's, a, that's an apple. It's so hard to tell. What kind of apple is that? Okay, anyways. <laughs> Apple trees. Uh, I don't know that I would buy that one. Isabella's cool, Fauna's cool, but like, it's not gonna lie, a bit more like underwhelming for $40, bro. You can buy Kirby's Return to Dreamland Deluxe for $40 right now on Amazon. When you're watching, when you're watching the podcast, and the the deal might be gone, but currently the game's on sale right now. Like you 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 can buy Kirby or you can buy Isabella's house visit. What are you buying? I'm buying Kirby. I didn't buy it, but, you know, you can. So, I mean, I don't know. I feel like the only ones that are worth it are the ones below it and this next one above it. I, I'm not even sure if this next one's worth it. Bro, $75 brings us to our last Animal Crossing set. $75. Nook's Cranny and Rosie's House. So, you, 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 you get Tom Nook. You get Rosie. 
two figures, you get what the title says, Nook's Cranny and Rosie's House. I see an orange tree, Nook's Cranny, without the sign on top. So it has a sign on top, but unlike the game itself, it doesn't actually say Nook's Cranny on it, which is weird to me. I'm not sure why it doesn't. Uh, we have Rosie's beautiful house. We have, we have a bicycle. We have flowers everywhere. Nook's Cranny looks very similar and accurately represents what it looks like in the game. Aside from not having the Nook's Cranny text at the top, on the back side of both buildings, the house and the Nook's Cranny, you can actually see inside. So when you're building it, you don't actually build a backside to either of the buildings. That way, you can interact inside of those buildings if you decide to. This one is more playable. It's like you can play with this one as, I'll say it again, the backsides have no back. You can play inside them. So, man, I don't know that I buy this one either because while it's no doubt, I'd say the most packed set, the coolest set maybe, $75. Bro, you either buy Skylander's starter pack or this. Can you believe Skylander's starter packs were the same price as this? 75 bucks gets you 535 Lego pieces. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I don't care how much that costs to make you. We need to cut costs or something because there's no way that can cost 75 bucks. No shot. 74.99? I don't know. Now, here's the only reason I'm considering buying it. Here's the only reason. This is the only set in the whole shabacle, squabble, that is a solid piece aside from Fauna's house. Here's what I mean. I was looking forward to having one of these sets to display in my background of my desk. I, I could put it like back here or something. And they're all like open sets. They're all like a big, you know, wide squabble scenery area. Nook's Cranny is a solid one piece, uh, which can, which is like connected to, to Rosie's house, I think but can be separate. Oh, no, no, it's separate, it's separate, it's separate. So it's like its own building. It, it's its own thing, you know? It's much more small. I figured I could put that, you know, behind me, behind me on my, on my desk. That would work great. None of the other sets work that great, aside from this one. Fauna's house, Isabel's house visit kind of works, but I still think Nook's Cranny is going to be the best value here for what I personally need. But should you buy these? I mean, this is up to you. I don't know how much you want to spend. I don't know how much of an of a uh, Animal Crossing fan you are. I don't know. I think that, well, they're all overpriced, but some more than others, like Nook's Cranny and, and Rosie's House should not be 75 bucks. That should be like 60. Or 60 is more than fair for that. 60 is more than fair. I don't know. It's up to you, honestly. I might buy the 75 one just because I need some, like, display back here, but man, I wouldn't normally recommend that. It's up to you. Everyone has their own preference. But, yeah, 15 bucks is your entry price uh, if you, if you want to take part but not buy the most expensive set. So do what you need. But apart from that, guys, that dude, that, that could have been a whole segment. But we move over to Nintendo renewing another trademark, okay? Now, this one is a bit more like, oh my gosh, we are so back. We are in for it, guys. Can you guess which trademark Nintendo renewed without looking at the timestamp title? Maybe you can, maybe you can't. 
It's Star Fox. Not Star Fox. It is Tomodachi Life. The game that everyone's like, oh my gosh, this needs to come to Switch. They've renewed the trademark. Now, what does this mean? We discussed it a bit earlier, but if you're skipping here because, you know, you wanted to see the, the this part only, you skipped through the entire podcast. Shame! I'm kidding. Not not shame on you. I put timestamps for a reason. People can skip to what they want to skip to. But what does this mean? Essentially, Nintendo wants to keep the Tomonachi Life name theirs. That's what this means. If they did if they didn't renew the trademark, if someone else made Tomonachi Life for, for, for Switch, I don't think I'm no I'm no lawyer or company, but I don't think that Nintendo could do anything about it because they don't own that name anymore. So essentially they're just renewing the name that is theirs, Tomonachi Life. Uh, so that was renewed October 10th, and it was posted on Twitter, and the tweet went kind of viral. And does this mean Tomonachi Life 2? Not necessarily. It means if they want to do that, they can. If they want to make Tomonachi Life 2, they can. But it doesn't mean, you know, they did that because it's happening. It would be different if they filed a patent. Now, we've seen pa- uh, patents filed for several things. We saw one patent that uh, actually did not come to fruition. It was a patent, which is like a government uh, document saying, hey, this is what we're, we're, we're working on. No one else can take it. It was a patent for a Nintendogs mobile game. That never has come out yet, but things like that. They've made, they've made patents for uh, new hardware. They've made patents for... Things like the Switch itself, that's different. If they put out a patent, they're like, hey, this is what we want to do, and we want to make sure this doesn't get stolen. And we, you know, we have drawn pictures of it so you know what we're trying to patent here. They're like actively trying to make this thing happen. They did it with the Zelda Tears of the Kingdom Switch OLED. They've patented patented that. That's when they want things to happen. This is a trademark renewal saying, hey, you can't use our name no matter what. It doesn't, it doesn't mean that they're actively making it. It's a Tomodachi Life 2. I think that's right. I'm no lawyer. If there's a lawyer watching, correct me in, in the in the comments, but I don't think that lawyers are watching Nintendo podcasts on Saturdays, bro. They are working. All right, so, yeah, that's going down. <laughs> I don't think lawyers are watching Nintendo podcasts. No way, no way. All right, or maybe they are. Maybe it's Nintendo's lawyers watching. Anyone out, freaking Nintendo ninjas, comment something. We can interact. We can we can talk. I can have you on the show. We'll we'll get a Japanese translator. We'll we'll run it up, bro. We will chop it up, as as the kids say. We'll we'll chop it up on the show. Send me a DM, bro. I see you, lawyer watching. He's considering it now. I can see you, lawyer from Nintendo, considering. DMing me. Do it. Come on. Do it. All right. Anyways, guys, remember in the podcast earlier when I said that some other store was doing a midnight release? Maybe you don't because maybe you, you, you skipped on through the podcast and, you know, that's okay. We welcome that, as I just said, like three minutes ago. But October 11th news, we got an announcement from your favorite store, which I actually have a problem with that store. Uh, GameStop. I don't like giving them promo nowadays, but I figured some of you like GameStop, and 
I, I was a big pusher of GameStop until like this morning. Uh, and I'll, I'll explain that in like a minute. Um, in case you like GameStop, GameStop is hosting a midnight release for Super Mario Bros. Wonder. Now, it's actually kind of cool. So, uh, 12 a.m. Eastern Time is going to be one you can buy your copy, obviously. And if you remember the Zelda Midnight launch from earlier this year, I'm going to assume it's the exact same system where you can prepay hours before that same day, and then you can just roll up at midnight, buy the game, walk out, and you don't have to pay right then. You can, but if you show up hours earlier, you can prepay, and actually, if this works the same way as the Zelda launch did, the sooner you pay, the sooner you can buy your copy. So, like, if I pay, if they start taking payment at 3 p.m., and I'm there at 3.01, I'm second in line, I will be the second person of uh the second person to buy the game at midnight because I was there and prepaid before most other people did. So I assume that that's how it'll work. But grab more information, call your GameStop. Uh, I'm not gonna go, so you won't see me there, and I'm not gonna call for you because I'm not going. <laughs> um, but yeah, here's the thing though. Here's why you might want to go. Not only if you pre-order the game, will you receive stickers for the game? I think GameStop must have seen my criticism, must have seen Twitter's criticism about how dumb of a pre-order bonus stickers are. And they're like, okay, fine. We're throwing in a poster. We're like DK oldies. <laughs> and, and because your order got picked to be filmed, we're throwing in a Mario Bros. Wonder poster. Bro... They're throwing in an elephant poster. So, it's a poster. I don't think it's going to be that big. They gave me, like, a Smash Bros. poster a while ago. And it was, like, maybe that big. And if you're watching audio, uh, it's, like, a foot and a half or something like that. It's, like, that big. It's not ginormous. Like, it's not going to, you know, cover a whole wall. But it's, like, a decent size. I, You know, that's how GameStop posters work. They're kind of, like, you know, just that size. And you will receive that... I don't think that you have to pre-order for the poster. I think it's pre-order to receive stickers. Show up, pay um, to get the poster. Once again, I'm not a big pusher of GameStop, guys. I woke up... Uh, if you've been following me for, like, like, like for a while, guys, this is why I'm canceling my GameStop membership. Juicy stuff right here. Um, I recently bought two times. This GameStop buy one, get one free sale, where if you buy two brand new games, you get one of them free. Standard sale, right? I bought this sale two different times, and it would I would I would always get one brand new game, like, uh, like I bought, and then the other one was used. Disgusting used. And that's not what I bought, so I've returned it both times, because I'm not cool with that. Like, you, you aren't going to bank off the fact that I don't feel like getting a return. I'm going to get my return. You're not scamming me here. I go on Twitter today, I look at a tweet from Nintendeal, um, and it seems like so many other people got the same debacle that I had, where they, they got one new game and one used game. You can't do that, man. You you can't do that. I'm, so, I'm, I'm going off on GameStop. You can't. That's a scam, bro. You cannot do that. And you can't say that uh, I'm like, that this is like a lie. Go to Nintendeal. I'm gonna like the tweet in the in the, in the description in the, in the sources of links pastement if I can, bro. The amount of people in that entire like you know reply thread that that said, you know I got this game but it was opened or I got this but it just wasn't brand new. 
Terrible. You can't sell these games as new when they're not new. And here's the thing. I brought this up to my local GameStop manager, and she said, she said, it was probably new, but we just had opened it up to, you know, put a display case on the shelf. Okay, cool. Sell it as open box. It's not brand new. That is not brand new. That is open box. That is an open box. That is not brand new. Do you know how eBay has new open box used, you know, whatever? That is open box. That is not brand new. You've tampered with it. Not cool, GameStop. Not cool. That's my little rant on GameStop. Dude, I was going to make that like a like a whole second channel video, but I didn't like want you know, I didn't want to I didn't want to make a whole video like crapping on them. So I figured that I would do it there. That's so terrible, man. That's and, and that's why I'm canceling my GameStop membership. Um I just don't support that. That's just like dirty. And it's happened to me twice, happened to everyone online. Terrible. <laughs> terrible. I just don't like that. They're they're going out of business. They've lost my business. <laughs> so, did you really get money out of people? I don't know. You lost mine, and I was a pretty big supporter of GameStop. I, I, I can't do it anymore. If it was, like, just me, if it was a few accidents, I, I understand. I understand. But, like, everyone had this thing happen to them. I'm not going for that anymore. No. No, no, no. I'm, I'm taking my business to Target. Target's clean. Psh, whistle. Bam. Target's, Target's amazing. Target opens at 8 a.m. They have games for you right, in the, right then and there. Taking my business there, man. <laughs> GameStop. Lame stop. Anyways, next topic, guys. <sighs> Japan. Hello, Japan. People watching this podcast. How are you doing? How are you? Is it good morning? Well, actually, when I post this podcast, it'll be 7 a.m. Uh, they're, they're like, what, 12 hours ahead, 13 hours ahead, something like that. Close enough. It'll be like nighttime for them. Good night to you. I hope that, you're, that you had a nice day today. What'd you do? Did you visit Kyoto by chance? Well, if you didn't, then you will next week or something like that. Uh, the Nintendo store in Kyoto is opening next week, and there were photos shared of what the store looks like. And when I tell you, this looks like a high-class mall. Bro, do you know when you're, like, at a mall and you walk into, like, you know, Foot Locker or, like, JD Sports or, or like, you, you know, like, Champs or some some cool store, store you know, like that? This... Kyoto store looks just like that. It looks just like just like it could fit into a mall. And I don't live in Japan. Maybe it is in a freaking mall because it looks just like it. So there's a bunch of photos shown from the whole, uh, I guess, behind the scenes. Look, you know, they went in there, took some pictures of the store. They're going to post them on Google and things. They have a very wide stock of Nintendo merch. They have plushies. They have shirts. They have... Uh, Mario coming out of a pipe as a piece of artwork in there. Uh, they have m uh, mushrooms. They have... It's hard to tell what's on these shelves because they're very, very small. They have just such a wide variety of clothes. They have plushies, as I said. Little trinkets I can see as well. Very, very cool. I would assume that they have games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I can see it right there. That looks like a ton of Switch games. However, I could be wrong on that. Yeah. Super cool, though. I gotta visit this place at some point in time. They have so much little, you know, Nintendo merch. And as I said, they have a bit of artwork. They have Mario on a pipe, um, uh, like behind glass windows, which is kind of cool. They have, if you've ever been to like a Target before, they have that like Mario on a flagpole um, art or whatever, like the little statue. Very cool. So that is opening in Kyoto, Japan. 
October 17th. So that is next week. That is in three days as of posting this podcast. Very cool stuff. I got to visit at some point, and you should too. If you're ever in Japan, got to go visit. And yeah, that's opening up. Don't want to spend too much time on it because I don't imagine that a lot of people listening live in Japan, but maybe you do. Comment down below if you do. October 12th, guys. We're getting more to the current date. We have a lot of news on October 12th. Guys, we have a lot to actually run through right here. Uh... The, a, a lot of juicy things. All right, so first things first, the Nintendo Switch is currently selling better than it did in Japan this year compared to last year. So, Nintendo operates in fiscal years where they can calculate how much money they made. From the 2022 to 2023 fiscal year, the Switch sold 2.15 million units, okay? That's a solid number. This year, 2023 to 2024, it sold 2.28 million units. So it's doing better than last year. And the Switch keeps on getting older, but keeps on selling more. This is insane. The console is a powerhouse, not like in terms of hardware, but like it's selling all the time, every day. Like, bro, as I'm speaking, as I've been doing this podcast... There have probably been like, what, like a like five hundred switches sold. Like that's insane. So it just keeps on selling, and I'm happy to say, uh, I'm I'm not in Japan, but I was one of the people who bought a Switch this year. So hopefully, I can add to their number. Okay, (laughs) I bought the freaking OLED. Okay. So that's insane just to hear about that. It keeps on doing better, and I can tell you why. Tears of the Kingdom, Mario Bros. Wonder. That's definitely why people are buying Switches for these two games, and they both both are, are releasing in the same year. That's probably why. 2022 had some hot games, like it had Kirby, it had Splatoon 3, but like, does that, does, the, does that compare to Mario Wonder and Zelda Tears of the Kingdom? No, it doesn't. Mario Wonder and Tears of the Kingdom will, will be both in the top 10, if not top 5 Switch games when, when it's all said and done. I believe that, that Zelda already is. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. But that's kind of pushing Switch sales for sure. Someone someone said to me, like, I bought a Switch solely for Mario Wonder. It's pushing sales. It, it just it, it is. It totally is. Next, guys, speaking of Mario Wonder, we had, and I'll use this word again, add this to the freaking M-Swizzle Dictionary. We had a cluster squabble, okay? Uh, October 12th. So, I wake up October 12th, um, you know, do my thing, shower, scroll through, tw- scroll through tw- uh, Twitter, and I see this article written, right? It says, Mario voice actor potentially, de- uh, pot- pot- potentially discovered, okay? And so I'm like, oh my gosh, Batman is being revealed? Oh man, because like this guy might not be famous, but now, like, he's revealed. Now everyone knows who he is, right? So, how did this happen? Well, the Mario Bros. Wonder kiosk demo that you can play at Target, Walmart, Best Buy, GameStop has been data mined. Somebody got their hands on it and went through all the code in that demo. And they found that a man named Mick Wingert was in the code as the voice of Mario. Now, hold on. It gets deeper, and I know. Now, some background on Mick Wingert. 
Uh, he has voiced Iron Man in some cases. He's voiced Poe from Kung Fu Panda. He did work on Persona 4, 5 Royal, Starfield, Fortnite, and more. Now, this was the confirmation all day long until later that day. Later that day, people had reached out to their people. We got more info. And it turns out that his agency, Mick Wingert's agency, cannot confirm or deny his involvement in Mario Wonder, but they can say he does not voice Mario. So I just led you on here. He does not voice Mario. But it's odd, because apparently, you know, whoever ran through the code found Mick Wingert to be the voice actor. So if they can't confirm or deny his involvement, he must be involved somehow in that code for something. Uh, but he's not the voice actor of Mario. Could he be like Elephant Mario? I don't think so. I think they're the exact same voice. Uh, so it's not this Mick guy. And I thought so. Because if you look at every project this Mick Wingert guy has worked on, he works on a lot of things all the time. As I said, Starfield, Fortnite, Persona 5 Royal, Poe from Kung Fu Panda, Iron Man in some cases. Dude, he works on a lot of stuff. And being the voice of Mario was maybe I think that I think that this is that this is correct. One of Charles Martinet's only voice acting roles after he got the job. Can we fact check that? Charles <laughs> Charles Martinet uh, voice acting. Uh, like like obviously he did things beforehand, but like after he got that, wasn't it just yeah yeah? It's just all Mario. I can see. Yeah, it's just all Mar. Actually, no. What he did one thing. He did, he did one TV show. Oh no 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 no. He voiced Mario in that show. Okay, never mind. Okay, so it. Oh no, he did a narrator in one game in, in 2018. But it was mostly Mario. Like it was mostly Mario stuff, right? Um, yeah. And that narrator is not Mario. So yeah, he was just a narrator in a, in a certain game, Runner Three. Okay. So mostly Mario. And this Mick Winger guy looks pretty busy. I, I found it really hard to believe that he would be the voice of Mario, considering how tasking of a job that might be. I found that kind of weird, because, like, they're making Mario games right now. They're making, probably making the, the next, you know, Mario Golf. They're probably, they're probably making the, the next 3D Mario game. They're probably making the next Mario Mario Bros. game, or, you know, they're going to work on it. Like, Mario's voice is, is needed everywhere for all these kinds of different things. Promo videos, so much stuff. And... I found it kind of hard to believe that freaking the guy who did Iron Man and Iron Man at, at one point is doing Mario permanently. Maybe I don't even know. I, I don't know. I found it kind of sketch. So we still don't know who 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 who's voicing Mario. He's Batman right now. We don't know who he is, but yeah, cluster squabble again. That guy's moving on. F zero nine. Oh, sorry, F zero ninety nine has been updated to version 1.0.2. Guys, can you believe it? 1.0.2. It's still a baby. Once it hits like 2.1.9, we can worry. It's going to shut down soon. It's getting too many updates. Guys, come on. 1.0.2 is, is baby steps, right? Baby updates. We have patch notes for the game. Nothing really added, but just patch notes, fixing things, guys. So let's run through, because fixing things is not super fun to listen to. 
But let's run through. I like to listen to, they always say make videos that, that you want to watch. And I want to hear about what changed here. So they fixed issues uh, related to ranks. Fixed an issue where the leaderboard will show a player's level as zero when they reach level 99. Fixed an issue where the previous week's weekly ranking results sometimes cannot be obtained correctly. Fixed an issue where a specific badge cannot be obtained when this bug occurs, even though con uh, con conditions have been met. Even when this bug has previously occurred, save data will be fixed by applying this update and playing the game for a while. And then other fixes. Several issues have been have been addressed to improve the gameplay experience. So nothing major when it comes to F099. However, even small things like that kind of intrigue me. It's like, oh, snap, you know, I downloaded an update and I know exactly what changed. It's kind of cool to, 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 to hear about, even if it, it doesn't affect you, you know? I, I always thought that was kind of cool, but... Yeah, we move on to, guys, this was weird, okay? I, I also woke up that same day, and I, and I was like, what the heck is this? So I, I woke up, this news seemed to have broken, like, in the middle of the night. Guys, Nintendo updated the cover art for Princess Peach Showtime. Why? do I mean, realistic, like, it looked fine before. Why? What, what was the need here, okay? So... Not much changed. Not much, okay? Everything is slightly repositioned. And two big changes. One, as you know, there are like four, there, there's like four different peaches on, on the cover. Uh, the, the middle main one changed her expression. The peach in the middle of the art changed her expression <clears throat> from a... Excited look to more of like a smug look, if I could describe it. More of a smug look. And the martial artist Kung Fu Peach on the right side of the art went from a happy look to a fierce look, like a haya look, you know? So things were changed a little bit. I don't know why. I thought it was fine before. I don't know if you're selling like one million more copies because you changed that. Uh, to be honest, I like the change to the martial artist Kung Fu Peach, how she looks more fierce, but I do prefer the main Peach, the main Peach to look more excited than smug. So uh, I don't like all the changes, but I'm not going to act like I'm not buying the game because of that. I'm going to buy the game. It should be fun. Just a little bit of changes there. Not too much. Now, guys, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet version 2.0.2 had an update released. Can you believe it? No, you cannot. You cannot believe this because it's not like we reported on a bug last week from this game that needed to be fixed. Well, it's been fixed, guys. Here are the patch notes from the uh, update here. Under certain conditions, victories against the NPC's trainers scattered across the game world may not have been recorded. As a result, the, the, the rewards players could earn by winning a certain number of battles, such as from Pokemon League, representatives in the Paldea region, or Ogre Clan members in the land of Kitakami, were not obtainable. This bug has been fixed, so players who experience this, this issue can now challenge affected NPC trainers again to record their victories and subsequently uh, receive any eligible rewards. And also, it was not previously possible to transfer certain special Pokemon 
to Pokemon Scarlet or Pokemon Violet via Pokemon Home. If those Pokemon were brought into Pokemon Home from Pokemon Go, even if a Pokemon of the same species has already been obtained in Pokemon Scarlet or Pokemon Violet prior to version 1.3.2, the bug has been fixed and the issue has been resolved. That is wordy. And then other bug fixes have been have been implemented. Dude, that's wordy, man. That is wordy. A whole lot of nothing. Bro, they, they said a whole lot of nothing right there. All right. Anyways, we move on to more fun news, guys. Switch online users. Turn on your Switch right now. Do it right now grab it i don't care if it's in your basement i don't i don't care if it's in your pool grab your switch right now okay because babe wake up wave three of detective pikachu returns icons are now available on switch online so whether you you like this game whether you don't like this game there's brand new icons of pikachu available and how could you ever complain with that there are icons of Pikachu, some of Slowpoke, some of uh, Darmanitan. Couldn't get the, I, I I almost had trouble pronouncing that name, but thankfully we're good. It is wave three of four of these icons. There are eight new ones, and I will go and buy these. Actually, I'm, I'm not sure if it's eight new ones. There are eight different sets sets that it's showing me, but there might only be like four new ones. Uh, four to eight new ones, I'll say. And this is available from October 12th, uh, 6 p.m. Pacific time to October 19th at 6 p.m. Pacific time. So you have this this whole next week, uh, I guess I guess until Thursday to get the icons. I will go and grab them probably tonight. And yeah, I like them all. There's a Pikachu like that looks scared. There's a Pikachu that's uh, is he waving? Hold on one second. Let me make that bigger. Uh, yes, it, it appears he's waving. There's one with a magnifying glass. Yeah, that one's not new. So I assume four new ones. However, you know, once again, that could be a bit more, maybe a bit less. But yeah, there is one that is not new there. Many cool Pikachu poses. Two double P, the, the Pikachu poses. Slowpoke's cool. Yeah, whole lot of cool icons on Switch Online. Go and grab them. Even if you're not a fan of the game, they're cool icons. And then, guys, October 13th, let's actually scroll through my phone just to make sure that we have not missed any, uh, you know, breaking news. <gasps> oh, snap. The voice actors actually have been revealed. Oh, we're going to get to that in like a few minutes. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. They have been revealed. Oh, snap. You know what? I'm not going to make you wait. Let's let's talk about it now. All right. Whoa. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Kevin Afghani is the voice of Mario and Luigi in Super Mario Bros. Wonder. According to Kevin's Twitter, uh, he he writes, incredibly proud to have voiced Mario and Luigi in Super Mario Bros. Wonder. Thanks to Nintendo for inviting me into the Flower Kingdom. If I can find a picture of said man, I will post it on screen right now. Kevin Afghani, if I'm saying his last name right. Afghani, Afghani. Wow, okay, so that's breaking news. I'm not familiar with his work. Can we actually, like, Google on the fly right now? Uh, what has he done? Like, what else has he worked on? Anything? Uh, voice actor. Uh, ooh, Dragon Ball is on here. Um, let's scroll down a little bit. Yeah, so he is officially listed on this website, IMDB, uh, as the voice actor for, for Mario and Luigi. So it is official, and he confirmed it. So it is official, official, official. Uh, he's done Among Us and Cuphead. 
Secret History of Cuphead, Dragon Ball R&R, Mashed, which is a TV series that says Cuphead on it, uh, Genshin Impact, the voice of Arnold, and Anime Penguin Red Snow. So he has, you know, worked on a few things, but not as many as the other guy, uh, Mick Wingert or whatever. Um, yeah, that that's that's your new voice voice actor for Mario and Luigi. Wow, dude, that must have been like 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 the like the coolest coolest um few months of that guy's life. Like, I said, guys, I've said this on on like nine podcasts now, but for those who haven't heard me say it, like. This guy has felt like Batman for, like, the last few months. Like, knowing when you're about to be famous, but it hasn't come yet. It's like knowing the day that your name will be out there. That's got to feel so cool. And now and now he's out there. So, yeah, he voices Mario and Luigi. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. <sighs> Am I going to get, like, will I get canceled for saying that I almost like the new Mario better? Yeah, yeah, I will. So for cancellation's sake, no, I love Charles Martinet. Yeah, yeah, he's 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 fantastic. No, I'm kidding, B- dude. Both are great. I kind of like the freshness of Kevin's voice, but Charles can't be defeated. All right, next thing. What I was gonna tell you about until we saw that happen was freaking October 13th. Nintendo announced something that I'm so excited for. So excited for a Splatoon Splatoon 3 Splatfest. It's a Halloween-themed Splatoon 3 Splatfest. Now, when does this happen? This happens October 27th at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, Friday, to Sunday, October 29th at 5 p.m. Pacific Time. 48 hours happening all that weekend. That should be a good weekend. That is obviously the weekend before Halloween. Halloween will fall on a Tuesday. I always hated when Halloween falls on like a school day. Like like that dude, that's that that sucks. Friday is the best day for Halloween because you know like you got, you you can party all night and you know you don't got to get up the next morning. All right. What are the teams? Zombies versus skeletons versus ghosts. If you're asking me, dang, I might pick ghosts. Uh, Cuz zombies are like disgusting. Skeletons are just weird, <laughs> and ghosts like man, you can you you can teleport, you can do this, you can scare people. I I like ghosts, and ghosts are just classic too. Ghost, ghost, ghost. I'm going with ghost. Uh, and also, Nintendo says coming soon, you'll be able to claim four unique pieces of Splatoon headgear via the Splatoon Three channel in news on your Nintendo Switch system. Stay tuned. So if you don't know what that means, if you have Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, you might have seen these news articles in your Switch that say like, hey, click this for a free item. Or it won't totally say that all the time, but it'll be like, hey, here's some tips for the game. And when you scroll down, it says, launch the game through this link and you'll receive a free item. There will be things like that with Splatoon 3 that'll give you free headgear in the game. I will redeem those. I need to. So, what are the piece, uh, pieces of headgear? There's one called the Undead Head, which has, like, a bunch of, uh, like, like mummy wrap around your head. There's one called the Swim Reaper, which is, like, a squid mask, it seems like, on your face. There's the Plankton Walker, which, uh, what in, what, what is that? It's, like, dark in this picture. I can't totally see it. 
Um, the Plankton Walker. Is it? Is it an eye patch? So the character's wearing an eye patch. Is that part of the whole thing? And like a black hat with like a little. Jeez, is that Plankton? From SpongeBob? No, I'm kidding. But it's a little black hat, it seems. It might come with an eye patch, or that person's already wearing it. I assume that it comes with, with the eye patch. And then a black beak piece of piece of headgear uh, that has it's a full black mask, and it has like a big beak as the name kind of Oh, sorry, it's called the Bleak Beak, not the Black Beak. The Bleak Beak, and it has, like, a big beak as the name... Uh, what's it called? Uh, implies, implies. So that's cool. Very, very cool. I will get all of them if I can. And you can expect those to pop up within the next... Within the next two weeks, because that is before the Splatfest. Or, you know what, it might even happen... The weekend of the Splatfest. I would assume that it happens before that, though. Uh, but yeah, you have that. And then our final piece of news for the headline segment is, guys, dude, this is such a fitting piece of news for the last piece of news. Breaking news, guys. One Wii U, one brand new Wii U sold in September of 2023. One brand new Wii U. So Matt Piscatella from Circana, which is a company that gathers data, like you know, wh- uh, what is the average age of M Swizzle viewers? Like they they get they gather data like that, and they've done a few things that are Nintendo related. But one of the video game uh, analysts in terms of data, Matt Pisc- Piscatella, has reported and tweeted today that one brand new Wii U sold. The sales figures went up by one. Now, I don't know what the case is. It's virtually impossible to find a Wii U nowadays. Go to your Target, go to go to Walmart, go to you know, wherever. You probably won't you probably won't find a Wii U. This Wii U was sold in the US. Which means they either bought it from GameStop, they either bought it from uh Walmart, Target, Best Buy. You they they had to have bought it from one of the stores because when you see Amazon selling a Wii U for like a thousand bucks, brand new, that's not Amazon selling it. It's some third-party guy who has one of those. So if you bought that, if you buy a brand new Wii U, that doesn't count towards the sales. To count towards the sales, you have to buy it from like a Walmart, a Best Buy, a Target, a GameStop, somewhere official like that. And I don't know what happened if if this was just always sitting on their shelf in like a very, very, very tiny town. I don't know if this was like they found it in the back of the warehouse type thing and they brought it out, put it on the shelf and like someone someone was like, hey, that's, that's, that's pretty cool. I'm, 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 I'm going to buy that. I don't know what the case was. However, I will say whoever did buy that, uh, you're, you're going to need a brand new gamepad battery because lithium ion batteries don't last for very long. And that Wii U potentially, like, very, well, you know, put it this way. At the very least, has not been touched or made in, quick math, like, seven years. So, you've had a battery sit for seven years straight. You're going to need a brand new one. Or else it'll die very, very fast. Which is the problem with buying brand new 3DSs in this day and age. Yeah, you're going to need a new one, but... 
at the same time, congrats on buying your brand new Wii U. I would have liked to buy it. I would have bought that if I knew that it was a thing. Brand new Wii U for like, what, 300 bucks? Steal. Right now, give it to me. I would buy it. Um, but yeah, the last time that one was sold was May of 2022, which is also, which is like, that, that's, that's, that's also weird. That's also very weird. Like, a brand new Wii U, years, like eight years after, like six years, sorry, is it eight? Like six years after it got discontinued. Wow. Very cool stuff. So, there you go. Brand new Wii U is being sold. That's weird. All right, now that is all of our news for the Nintendo News Headline segment. Now we move over to our two, excuse me, bigger segments where we discuss some cool kid things, some bigger topics in the Nintendo world. One of them is my first impressions, but our next one is actually my thoughts on whether or not this gaming world, you know, Nintendo, PlayStation, Xbox, if we're ever going to go all digital, no more physical games, and what that means. And what sparked this whole conversation is that Best Buy has announced they are no longer selling physical DVDs or Blu-ray DVDs. Now, that is not video games. They are going to keep, keep, to keep selling physical games. But let's face it, video games are next. They are next to, to, to be canceled off. So... Let's talk about it. What does this mean? Do we, would I like digital only? How would it affect everyone if it was only digital? Let's go ahead. Let's discuss. All right, guys. So a little birdie told me that Best Buy is going to quit selling physical media. Now I was like, whoa, whoa. What does that mean, right? Physical media, my mind went to Video games, you know, that's what I cover, that's what I do, that's what I talk about. And so I was like, whoa, that's a freaking move. Because while digital games are still kind of the king in terms of what's being sold with games, it's a little bit early to stop selling physical games. So it comes out, I think this morning, uh, Friday, or last night, Thursday, that it's just DVDs and Blu-ray DVDs and discs and things like that. And so I was like, okay, that makes more sense. Because, like, while I think it might be even a bit early to still stop selling DVDs, that makes more sense than, like, stop selling PS5, Xbox, and Switch games, right? Like, that, that makes more sense to not stop selling those ones. But although it's not physical games, this brought me the question... What would an all-digital gaming world look like? And could that happen? When might it happen? All these things. I want to discuss it with you. It's scary. Now, guys, if you know me, and maybe you don't, maybe this, this is your first time ever seeing me. I am a super physical gamer. I, for example, Pikmin 1, 1 and 2, the games, released on Switch earlier this year in June. The physical version released months later in September. I waited for the physical version. That's how much I'm into physical games. But here's why I'm actually not opposed to a full-on digital gaming world, okay? Physical games versus digital games. Physical, you gotta swap out the cartridge or, or the disc and plop one in, take one out, put it back in the case. It's a bit of work, whereas digital... 
you click A and you're into the game, or X if you're on PlayStation, or Cross. What's it? Guys, is it X or Cross on PlayStation? I don't even know. PlayStation's weird. All right. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm kidding. It's, it's not weird, but it's different. One takes more work, one does. One's more convenient, one's not. However, the reason why I buy phys like physical games is because not only can there sometimes be a pre-order bonus, but but there's it's like a, it, it's a it's a physical game. You can have it on your shelf. You can look at the box art. When you go to Best Buy to buy a physical game, you can drive back home and look at the game and admire the art, the box art, everything about it. It's so much nicer. And I love physical games, but the reason why I'm not opposed to having all my games digital is because it's so convenient. It's so nice. I'm a big supporter of digital games, and I think it's nice when games are only digital because then I have no option. It's like, you know, I want to buy it physically, but I can't because that's not possible. So okay, you know what, I'll just buy it digitally. And that's just more convenient because, because if that's a game that I want to buy and like really want to like sink time into, all I got to do is just hit A on the home menu and I'm in. Not have to switch the whole disc out and everything. I will always buy physical unless there's no option for it. But for example, man, I have right here an Xbox Series S. Now, you might think, if you're such a physical gamer, why do you have a digital-only console? Well, first up, to save 200 bucks, And also, I figured this could be like a bit, of a, a bit of a travel machine. Like, if I go somewhere and I need to play some games for some reason, sure, I have a Switch, but like, you know, <laughs> freaking Xbox can have all my games on there, and that's cool. And that's what I like about digital. I like that. Wherever your console goes, your games go too. Unless you got to bring a whole hard drive, then hopefully, you know, that's not too hard to do. It's just such a debacle. I will always buy a physical, but unless there's an option, there's, there's, there's no option for physical, I don't at all mind buying a game digitally. If I could own a game physically, but like, dump it onto my console somehow, some way to play it digitally. Do you think I would do that? Absolutely. Right? Like that's just what I would do. So my thoughts, I, I love digital games. I love digital, but I love physical a little bit more. Now, is this even realistic? Like when would we ever see a full digital gaming world, right? When would this ever happen? Because you have to think, DVDs are gone, games are next. There's already been some talk with, like, you know, game companies going all digital and not making physical releases. Because to put out a game digitally costs nothing apart from, you know, your cut with, like, you know, Nintendo. Like, if you put a game on the eShop for Nintendo, some of your money goes to Nintendo, some of it goes to you. Apart from that little cut and maybe like some other tiny fees, there's not much of a fee to put your game on a digital storefront. However, there's a fee to make a physical version of the game. You got to make the box, got to make the cartridge, you got to make everything, you know? So there's a fee to pay there. 
it cuts costs for developers to make digital games over physical games. That's why they're doing it. And I will I will give you a stat, okay? And I know this stat. I will I will Google it just to, you know just to be sure that I'm getting this right. Uh, physical. How many digital games are bought over physical games? Um, eighty nine point five percent of video game purchases were digital downloads, while the remainder ten point five percent were physical, according to the ERA, the Entertainment Retail Association. So, if that's not a sign to you that we're about to phase out of physical games, I don't know what is. This could be like the end of an era. Do you know, like, how Blockbuster disappeared? Like, video games are about to do the same thing. We gotta, like, like, like we, we, we gotta really enjoy this era, okay? We gotta really enjoy it. These are about to go. And really... I'm kind of excited for physical games to go. And that sounds horrendous, okay? But I'm just such a fan of digital games, digital movies. I like it too, because not, not only is it like futuristic, but it's like right there. I don't have to insert a disc just to play Story or uh, uh, Harvest Moon, Winds of Anthos. You know, like it's sick, right? So I only buy physical because I'm trying to do it. I guess like that's my message. I'm trying to do it before they're all gone. I'm trying to accumulate as many physical games before they're all gone. When do I think we will be in an all-digital gaming world? I think by 2035. By 2035, we'll be all, 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 all digital, all digital up. We will be all digital. Maybe even sooner, because the current rumor, like, like, okay, the current rumor now is that the Nintendo Switch will, the next one will support physical games, and there may even be a digital only console. That's the current rumor, not not confirmed. They still plan to support physical. I think that maybe the generation after that, or maybe even the one after that, will be digital only. It's a matter of time. Do you see these numbers? 89.5% were digital purchases. Nintendo likes money. They like lawsuits. Do you think that they would do that? Absolutely. They would for sure, you know, get more money to them and stop producing physical games. Keep some of their money. Like almost 90% was digital. That's nine. Picture 10 of your friends. Nine of them bought digital copies of I don't know, name a game, uh, Mario Wonder, you know, like, that's a crazy number, it's gonna happen soon, it's gonna happen soon, that's my thoughts on it, that's when I think it'll happen, final statement here, uh, I fully welcome a digital gaming world with open arms, I just hope that companies don't, like, abuse it, and like, you know, maybe like after a certain time, like uh, remove your access or ban you from like like ban you from opening a game or just some stupid stuff like that. Well, hopefully they don't like take advantage of it. But yeah, that's what I think. Very cool, very scary, a bit of everything. Now we move to our next topic here, which is my first impressions on Super Mario Bros. Wonder. I played about half an hour of this on two separate occasions. I played pretty much the entire demo. 
at Target. What are my first impression thoughts of the game? Let's go. Guys, I played Super Mario Bros. Wonder, and you can too. Head over to your local Target, your local Walmart. I think GameStop has it, Best Buy. If you're not in the US, I'm sorry. There might be a, a way to play it near you, but uh, not that I'm aware of. So, you know, last weekend, I go over to Target. I was going to put it in, in the last podcast, but that was too stacked. So I moved it here. And this also makes more sense, you know, because Mario Wonder uh, comes out this Friday. I played Mario Wonder and I went to Target. I go over to the, you know, video game section and I scroll through the Switch kiosk that they have. They have like a displayed TV. You can play demos of games on there. And they had, you know, the Mario Wonder, Wonder demo that I saw on Twitter. So I was like, sick, I'm going to play some Mario Wonder for the first time ever. I was so excited. I was at the main menu. I booted up the one player. I chose Mario and I hopped into my first level of Mario Bros. Wonder. Dude, can I just say how good it felt? to get my hands on a brand new Mario game. Can I just say, like, this was one of the most, like, refreshing, like, hydrating, <laughs> hydrating, one of the most, like, refreshing and coolest feelings I've I've had in a while playing a video game. Because think about it, like, we have not had a brand new, Mar like, brand new Mario Bros. game since 2012 with the, with the Wii U, Mario Bros. U. It's been that long. It's been, uh, it's been 11 years. That's nuts. So it felt so good to be back playing a brand new one. And the fact that a brand new one comes out this week is nuts. So where do I even start, man? The first thing that I tried to do was turn into an elephant. <laughs> I was an elephant. And I got to say, it's like much more fun than I imagined it would be. It's easier to... You know, and this this is obvious, but like this is what I was thinking about while I was playing. It's way easier to grab coins and things like that. Coins, the purple coins, hit blocks. It's just so much easier. It's like a lot of ease when you're Elephant Mario. Not to mention, killing enemies are a lot easier too. It's not like previous games where you where you have to jump on an enemy and pray that you didn't jump too far and you land right on you know on top of it. You're an elephant, and you can hit it from the side. Use your trunk, swipe it out of existence. That was super cool to me. I like having multiple ways to beat enemies. In previous Mario games, like, you probably didn't realize it. Apart from any kind of power-ups, the only way that you kill an enemy is by hitting a block or jumping on them. Now we have power-ups, elephants... And then those two methods. We have a brand new method. And yeah, yeah, you'll say, Max, that's just another power-up. This feels more pure, more special. Because I feel like in my playing of the game, the elephant power-up feels more than a power-up. This feels like a second nature of the game. I got the elephant ability so often. And I found it so often that I could keep one in my item pocket and use it you know, later on. I found it that often. 
it's like a second part of the game. Like I found myself being Elephant Mario for like a for like a long period of time. So that's like kind of what you have to get used to. It's very cool. Now, apart from Elephant Mario, uh, I proceed in this one level that I'm playing. I've played like ten. No, no, no. Sorry. Like, yeah, it was ten, but it was like sometimes like the same one over again. Um, I get further in the level and I come across my first uh, wonderful hour. And it makes the whole course go crazy. And can I just say, that is one of the best additions they could have ever made. Wonderful hours in the game. It just adds this, and this is this is obvious stuff, but here's like what I was thinking. It adds this funky twist on the whole level. You 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 used to walk through and you know grab your three star coins and head out like a champ. No, now you walk through, grab an elephant. And next thing you know, the pipes are dancing. Like, it's nuts. It's it's a whole lot of fun. And as they've been saying, as they've been, like, promoting this game with, you have to expect the unexpected. There's so many twists and turns, and it's just, it's such smooth gameplay. And the background is nice, and the music is cheerful. <sighs> Man, it's just such a good freaking game. I genuinely think this might end up on my top five games of all time. Don't be surprised. Don't be surprised if I come on here and say top five games of all time. Don't be shocked. It will not be recency biased. I will say that like months later. I seriously think they've had 10 years to work on this. It's going to be the greatest Mario Bros. game of all time. Mario Bros. game, not Mario of all time, but greatest Mario Bros. game. I think so. I truly think so. And that's off of like two levels, guys. I've not even gotten to the underground level that I was in. Let's get there now. Uh, yeah, so Wonder Flower, very cool. Twists and turns. I get, I get my 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 Wonder Seed. Dude, just so great. I'm playing the underground level as Luigi. I gotta say, by the way, Luigi. When you play as him, he always has this like determined look, like look on his face. It's the funniest thing. I love it. Um, so I was in the underground level. And I had the uh, the drill power up, where you can like go inside of floors and ceilings. Another win by Nintendo. That is sick. I was able to like go. I think it was either go underground or go on like in the ceiling, and I I could like pop out underneath or like above some like some enemy, and it would kill that enemy when I popped out underneath it. That's cool. There's a, there's you know a whole another way to beat up enemies. You even have uh, the 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 new enemies. They're similar to like the thwomps, where they like come down on you. That sounds horrendous. <laughs> where they like drop down and try to hit you. Um. <laughs> uh. So those those guys were cool too. I was messing around with those guys. And the whole underground environment, it's totally new. It's like there's everything new. New power-ups, new enemies to see, new music. Everything's great. I love all that. And I just played some more levels. I played some more underground stuff. I messed around with, like, the outer, like, the the whole interface. I messed around with the levels. I like how you can visit whatever, like, whatever level you want. And another great quality of life feature that I just thought of was that when you die you don't get kicked out to like the main course selection 
like you used to. If you've played Mario Wii, Mario Bros. U, you would always get kicked out to where you can like go and choose a course. You just respawn back in back in the course. S freaking great. That's that's phenomenal. I did not feel like getting kicked out of a castle again. You just respawn in there. I love that. And that's nice. I was messing around with the outside. There's so many cool little characters to interact with, like, before you go into a level. I met the guy. Um, I don't know the guy's name. It was, it was an NPC. And he's, like, the online guy. He was saying, like, hey, you know, this is how you connect to, to, to the online servers to see people. They can give you items. They can do this. They can do that, which I will be using. However, of course, it was the demo version. So uh, there was even like added dialogue that says like, but we're in the we're in the demo version. So, you know, you can't use online here, which I thought was cool dialogue. So you had that on there as well. Dude, I could not get enough of the game. I could replay those levels over and over. And maybe this is just because the game is new to me. But I was able to replay and replay and replay on two different occasions. I was playing the exact same levels and I was not getting bored. Now, I'm not saying that you're going to want to replay one level 20 times. But like, I was just so fascinated by all the cool gameplay. And if this is wowing me, if World 1 is wowing me, wait until I get to World 2, World 3, World, world 4, World 5, boss battle. This game could be freaking phenomenal i had so much fun playing it i played as all the different characters and we did not even get into the badges yet the badges were sick the badges bro i messed around with all the badges my favorite now in the demo version you don't have all of them but my favorite one that i had was i think the default one the one where you can glide with like your hat as a glider and you can kind of like float for a second or like kind of glide. Same thing as the um, Tanuki Mario or like, or like the Raccoon Mario. You can you can kind of glide like that. You can kind of float slowly down. It was just like that. I think that was my favorite because when you are gliding like that, it's such a smooth glide. And it just like looks so nice. There was uh, another badge where you can like crouch down and that'll let you like jump higher. There was another one, it was, um, oh gosh, well, I, I had it, what was the other badge, what was the badge, oh man, I'm forgetting it, uh, there was one other badge that I liked to use, uh, I'm not getting it, I can't remember it, dang it, uh, shoot, I don't, I don't remember it, mm. oh, 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 I believe, unless the, uh, unless this is like for the crouch thing, when you jump, you can, like, float for a second, I think, unless that's part of the crouch badge. I don't know. I think that was it. My favorite so far from what I've tried is, like, the hat gliding one. And you can put on some badges that that are, like, you know, get twice the coins or something like that. Uh, my mind's a bit foggy because it's, it's, it's been a few days. It's a bit foggy. Um, it was cool. I love Mario Bros. Wonder, and I've not even played the entire thing. It's sick, okay? Mario Bros. Wonder is going to be one of my favorite games of all time. Don't be shocked when I tell you that, okay? Don't be shocked. But if you have not gotten a chance to play 
either book a flight to America, and if you're already here, you can go to Target, go to Walmart, go to Best Buy, go to GameStop. Uh, it's at one of those. It's certainly at Target. I heard I heard all the other ones, but, you know, I have not verified that Best Buy has it for myself. I haven't verified Walmart, GameStop, you know. Target for sure has one, though. Target is probably your best bet, as they have one of the nicest kiosks. In my experience, Target kiosks are not dirty. However, there was one time where I, I tried to use a GameStop kiosk, and it was, like, super sticky. And ugh, You know, don't go. Th- go to Target. Target's the place, okay? Go there. And, yeah, those are my first impressions on Mario Bros. Wonder. So, this does indicate that you will not get a first impression video next weekend because I these were my true first impressions. Uh, but I will probably give you a little bit of an update on, like, what I've been playing, you know? Like, my thoughts on... I don't think that I'll do like spoiler, like, 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 you know, a a spoiler section of thoughts, but I think I'll give you just a small random update. Like, Hey, I've done this. I've done that. I like how they, how they did this. I love online, you know, what, whatever it is, right? I'll probably do that. But yeah, those are my thoughts. Let's get to your favorite segment of the podcast where we answer your questions on this Nintendo podcast. You have asked me questions. Let's answer them. Let's go. All right, guys, it is the time where we answer your questions on this podcast. So how to ask a question for me to answer? There are two ways to do so. So the first way being I post a community post on my YouTube channel every single Wednesday. Head over there, you know, Wednesday night, and you'll probably see it. It'll have a cursed image on there. And... Uh, feel free to comment your uh, question that down below then in the in the good old comments there it'll say hi doing a podcast leave your questions down below or feel free to join my discord server link in description and navigate over to the channel in there that says ask m swizzle leave your question in there if you if, if you don't know what discord is it's essentially a big old chat room where everyone who is a fan of this channel or this podcast can all chat about and it's very very cool stuff in there so feel free to join even if you don't want to ask a question uh we actually just got a bunch of new members in there because i posted it on my community tab um so yeah very cool place in there i love it and i'm sometimes active in there so i try to be active in there but i can't always be but hey you know what if you're asking a question and you're like man i just can't get my question answered he's not answering my questions man man feel free to become a channel member, which is a, which is basically a Patreon, but for YouTube, if you know what that is, where you can support the channel for, uh, at the lowest, $1.99 a month, and you get amazing perks, like a special podcast episode every two weeks, a special live stream for members in between those two podcast, uh, podcast episodes. So every Sunday, there's new member content. You can get special emojis, special badges, uh, certain tiers allow you to get a follow from me on social media, early access to these to these to these public podcasts. Uh, one tier even gives you a physical newsle- newsletter from me. It's cool stuff, man. So, with that said, let's move to our first member question here from DK Lackeys. They ask, "Where do you find these cursed images?" If you don't know, when I post these, uh, you know posts i guess to ask for questions that i will answer i i always put some cursed image 
some, like, Mario on Luigi's body. Like, some random thing, right? So this time, I put Wario on Ness's body, which just looks weird. And where do I find them? So I found that one on Google. And I find, I find most of them on Google. I don't find them, sorry, I don't make them. I just don't. Like, I just rob them. So credit to, you know, whoever makes them. But yeah, I just totally rob cursed images. Um, that's a, that's a pretty good one that I found. So I just used that. However, that is our only members question. So let's move on to the public. Uh, we have, actually, hold on, sorry. We have, we, we have one more. Uh, this is from Data Monkey Ryan from last week, and I didn't answer it because it was sent after I finished recording. So I'm, I'm answering it now. What's your favorite original Mario game ever? Mainline Mario, not including Mario Kart, Mario Party. Yep, gotcha. So it's probably Mario 3D World. Not land, but world. I think that's the one. I'm actually in the middle of replaying it right now in the lead up to Mario Wonder. And it's a bundle of fun, man. It's so much fun. Play Mario 3D World if you've not already. It's on Switch and on Wii U. Do it. Uh, a close second would be Mario Bros. Wii, though. For sure. Um, Mario Gamer asks, What franchise is going to get a new game announced in the next Direct? Basically, what game is going to be the next Direct's big hitter? You get the idea. Yep. What will be the next Direct's big bang game? Uh... <laughs> hard you can't do mario because you're, you're doing mario you know right now in october you can't do zelda because you just put out zelda uh, i mean you could do like a remaster i guess uh maybe you i think what they will do i think they have to be done with freaking metroid prime 4 i think metroid prime 4 is their final game metroid prime 4 being shown as like the final big bang game was the big rumor for this last direct that happened in september that was like the rumor so I would say, yeah, Metroid Prime 4 releasing maybe later in 2024. I don't know, because Switch 2, I think it'll be a dual release with Switch 2 and the original Switch. But they won't say that, but it will be. I think that's my guess, yep. Metroid Prime 4. Um, then X-Men asks, which one is better? Zelda Breath of the Wild or Zelda Tears of the Kingdom? Ah, dang it. Um, I'm going to give you Tears of the Kingdom. Dude, I felt more when I was playing Tears of the Kingdom. I'm not sure, like, what it was. It also kind of helps that I was, like, actually there for the launch. In 2017, I was not even, like thinking about Breath of the Wild. I, I didn't know what a Switch was. I just knew that it was coming out on this day. So I didn't even play Zelda on launch. I wasn't really a Zelda fan back then. So I just wasn't there for launch. I wasn't there for the whole experience. For Tears of the Kingdom, though, I was. And so I'd probably give the edge to Tears of, of the Kingdom. Like 15% is like me being there at launch. Like that kind of adds into the to the likeness of the game. But 80, the 85% is... The game itself, I think it's probably better. Intergalactic Content is asking, what's the number one thing you would fix with, with Nintendo as a company, not games? Um, Nintendo as a company. One second. As a company, let's rewind this. As a company, it has to do with their games. Uh, I think I would say game mods. 
stop taking down not only YouTube videos that mod your games, but just like download links and things like that. Like stop striking down people who are modding your games. Minecraft doesn't do that. Best selling game of all time. Uh, or one of them anyway. It's a, it's it's the best selling game of all time, right? I I, I think so. Um, what other GTA doesn't stop that? These big bang games don't stop people modding the games, okay? And just because they're modding your games or modding switches does not mean that they are pirating your games. I think I would take more issue with modding switches, and yeah, you have to mod your switch to mod a game, but I mean, man, modding games keep it alive. Like, what? Okay, imagine this. I, am I? Am, sorry. Imagine I modded Animal Crossing, and there are like ten peacocks chasing me in Animal Crossing. And I make some cool challenge video out of that. Just like how, how, how Point Crow was doing. That's insane. Mods give everyone freedom to do fun things in your game that you created. And what would be even better is if you like, you know, tweeted about certain mods and like made fun of them and, and, and were like, this is so cool. Shout out to this guy for making the mod. Like, do you know how likable Nintendo would be? Nuts. Crazy. I, they're talking about how they've brought in like more Gen Z people to the company. They need to bring in somebody else who says, guys, social media needs to be fixed. We need people to be able to mod games and just like correct the whole company. We need some guys, some M Swizzle viewer. I talk so much about how they can change this, change that. One of you guys go work there and change the world, change how they run their entire business, because they they ain't doing it right. Okay, <laughs> they, they 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 ain't doing it. It takes one tweet to turn this around. Find a mod video of somebody's and say, "This is so great." You know, shout out shout out to this person for the mod video, and th this is so much fun. We appreciate the love and support that is shown into our games, and we're you know, it's very humbled that people are modding them. You're like, that's all you need, man. So I would fix the fact that they don't like game mods. It keeps your game alive. Nate Wilde asks, do you actually want a new Tomonachi life or are you just too deep into the meme at this point? <sighs> man, uh, more so I actually want a new one. I've been playing since launch day of the one on, on the 3DS. Obviously there was one game I believe it was Japan exclusive. One, you know, uh, Tomodachi Life for the DS. I believe only in Japan. But the one on, on the 3DS that released in America, I played that on launch day. I've been a Tomodachi Life fan since day one on 3DS. I'm so invested, man. I'm invested in that freaking game. So, just giving you some backstory there. I will say, yeah, I do want a brand new one. Uh, even a port, I'll, I'll be fine with. But I do want a brand new one. Um, but it also like is a fun meme. It's like, give us freaking Tomonachi life, you know? So I'd say same percentages, 80, 85% is like, I want the freaking game. 15% is like, yeah, you know, meme, let's just get, you know, let's just get the game that, that, that we've been asking Nintendo for, for years now. Can we just please get the game? If they do that. Dude, if they give us Tomonachi Life, it's going to be a freaking... It's going to feel like a dream, man. That'll feel like a dream. Phoenix Smith, do you think the next console will be a success or a fail?
just like overall, I think it'll be a mid-success. It'll be like a 3DS situation where it sold 70 million copies or units rather. And that's pretty good, right? Like like 70 million, pretty good. That That's like Xbox numbers. But it could have been like, like like 120 million, like the Switch is right now, or you know, closer to 130. So it'll be a success, but not like a, oh my gosh, guys, we're billionaires, you know? Like it won't be that, but it'll be a decent success. On a scale from one to ten, I say six out of ten. But I could be totally wrong, and I'm willing to take my L if that does like uh, like like 200 million units. I'm willing to, to to take my L. I'm just going based off history. If it is truly a Switch 2, mid-success. If it's a console that changes the world and cleans up litter and, you know, everyone's peaceful, success. Like, high success, you know? I don't think that it'll be that, though. I think it'll be Switch 2, and I think that people will know that it's it's a different console. But I don't think that it'll be a crazy success, you know? So I say mid-success, 6 out of 10 success. Uh, Binkus asks, what do you think Nintendo will plan on doing for the next Animal Crossing game? Do you think it'll be like New Horizons, or do you think they will continuously update it and add new stuff? Yeah. Uh, In terms of updates, you're saying, like, because you say... Will it be like New Horizons, or will they add more stuff? Like continue, like continuously update it. I assume that you're, that you're speaking about updates. For updates' sake, I give you. I think what they were trying to do with New Horizons before the pandemic hit was release some content every few months. Like I think that the whole Captain thing, the Brewster thing, was supposed to roll out like very slowly. But they were working less and couldn't get it all done because the pandemic. And they did what they did what they could. They tried to do what they could. But I think in a perfect world, they they update that game for two and a half years, three years. They update the next Animal Crossing for two and a half, three years. Um, at the very least, like brand new items each month or something like that. I would ra- I would really want them to give us like the Brewster, the Captain all at the start and update over time, like update with new items, update with this new feature, like, like, like save some features, update with, with this brand new feature, update with this quality of life updates, things like this. I would want that. What do I think will happen? I think that'll happen. I think that their plan for New Horizons was, hey, update this, update the game every few months for a few years. They couldn't do that. I think that their next game will be like, hey, we're gonna, we're gonna have a content schedule and we're going to finish everything before the game releases. And over time, we will release things, you know, to the game. I think, you know, there's a there's an update after like two weeks or so just to, just to kind of normalize updating the game. Then, you know, one month later, there's a brand new few items update. Then like two months later, there's a brand new update, adds this, adds that. And just the updates might get like smaller and smaller, but like just little push and push and push and push and keep the game alive for at least two years at least two years i think it'll work like that few updates here and there every few months um camden noda asks do you feel happy with the current state of nintendo i do 
I do. Obviously, there are some things that seemingly will never change, like how they don't like mods, how, you know, they like to sue people. Um, but, like, just, like, the Switch and stuff. Yeah, I am. I do think that it could be a little bit better. Like, I wish that they didn't go for, like, the whole minimalistic kind of thing with the Switch where the home menu is, like, not as cheery. Do you remember when every single Wii game had a splash intro, like, like on the Wii Disc channel? The Wii Disc channel had so many cool animations for these games. Now it's just a small little icon on your Switch, which just isn't really fun anymore. So... They had a better, I guess, state. Like, like the Wii era was great while we were in it. Looking back, the Switch games are better than most Wii games. Not, I mean, like, not, not like, you know, performance-wise, but, like, they've kind of learned how to make better games since then. But while we were in the Wii era, I was very happy with, you know, the current state. Now it's like some things could be fixed, but overall, I'm a pretty satisfied customer. I'm pretty satisfied. And then, oh, finally, uh, sorry, <laughs> that sounded like I wanted this to, like, be over. No, 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 sorry. I was saying, oh, finally, because uh, I didn't think that the, that the questions would end so soon. Fast Food Man 1264 asks, why is Animal Crossing New Leaf your favorite childhood game? Mm. I'll, I'll tell you the story. I'm actually working on a documentary uh, of the whole game right now. It'll, it'll be out in a few years, <laughs> honestly, seriously. Because uh, it's a long one. It's a very, very long one. I came home from school one day. And uh, my brother's playing Animal Crossing New Leaf. And I guess this is like right around when he f like felt like playing online with somebody. He was, like, he was like, hey, get this game on 3DS. It must have been on sale because it was only 20 bucks. Only 20 It wasn't the, uh, you know, whole Nintendo Selects deal. It wasn't that. It was like really like 20 bucks so it seemed doable for my, for my parents to buy so we both go up to them and, and we're like hey can max get this game on his 3ds uh so i had it digitally still do and physically now and i got it and i played it with him i had no clue like what i was playing i had zero idea i was like okay i'm just gonna you know go to your town or whatever uh but i, I we have to do it like in a few days or Maybe like that day. I don't know. You, I had to go through like the whole intro and you know whatever. And then we were playing online. And then I liked the whole concept of the game. At that time, I was playing games like Disney Infinity, Skylanders, still like you know the 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 whole Toys to Life shebang. And I was like, you know what? I like how it runs on a real world real world world clock. At that point, it was fall. The whole game had, had 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 leaves falling. I was like, dude, this game is fun. So I just, it, it became part of my like daily routine to log on to Animal Crossing and play some every day. And over time, my love for it grew. It grew and grew and grew and grew and grew. I saw this trailer for a freaking Animal Crossing Happy Home Designer. This is the next game in the series. Uh, I bought that. Or no, no, no. I got, I got it for my birthday, actually. Ah, hold on. Did I buy it? No, no, no. Birthday, birthday, birthday. Um... Same thing with Animal Crossing Amiibo Festival. I bought that game, and I've just been a fan ever since, man. I just grew my love for Animal Crossing New Leaf. Now, what makes that game so special? I don't think that it's the best Animal Crossing game of all time because it was my childhood favorite. I think it's just because it has not the most content, but, like, the best content 
the best bare bones content of Animal Crossing. Now, what that means is, I believe that all Animal Crossing games, apart from Wild World and the spinoffs, have Christmas, Halloween, have Easter, all all the cool stuff. I think that Animal Crossing New Leaf does all those events the best. They do the best Christmas event. They do the best Halloween event. They do the best Easter event out of all the games. I think so. I think they do it all best in that game. New Horizons is so much more watered down. Obviously, there's more features in New Horizons, like place furniture outside, all the, all the, all the cool stuff. But like Toy Day, you, if I'm not wrong, you can't fail Toy Day. In New Leaf, you would have to guess which present goes to who. In New Horizons, it's like spoon-fed. It's like you know, it's set in stone what gift goes to who. It's like when you talk to a villager, you don't get to pick which gift. You just give them whatever. Like, it's not a game that way. It's just, hey, Merry Christmas, you know? Like, it's not a game. And so that's why it's the best one. But that is it for the Mario Matter episode 59. Thank you all so much for tuning in, watching all the cool bean stuff that you all do. I very much appreciate it. Thank you to our audio listeners for making make, to, for for making it through the podcast. Uh, even though I was saying like, "Hey, look on screen," you know, here's this, here's that. All the things that I said were on screen are in the description to see for yourself if you're interested. All the links and sources are down there, and we're also on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, everywhere that you listen to podcasts. We're all there, and. I truly do appreciate your support. Thank you to our channel members for supporting the show monetarily. They also get special Mario Matter episodes where I dive into behind-the-scenes stuff. And don't quote me on this, but next podcast might be a, might be the juiciest podcast I've ever made. Don't hold me to that, but it could be, potentially, potentially. Anyways, we have a member stream this Sunday, tomorrow. Tune in there, and I'll see you all on the next podcast, next Saturday, 7 a.m. Eastern Time. In the meantime, look forward to my to my YouTube shorts on my YouTube channel. And, yeah, I'll see you all next Saturday, 7 a.m. Eastern Time. Tune in. I'll see you. Adios.